Welcome to Wake Up From Your Dream Job Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen McDonald. I took a 13-year tangent in my career, thinking that if I followed others' expectations of me and my job, I would be happy. Instead, I found joy and peace when I focused on the life I wanted and found a job that was an expression of my dreams, not a fulfillment of those dreams. Now it's your turn to dream bigger than just your job. I'll interview coaches, professionals, and people who have been where you are to give you tangible challenges to find fulfillment in and beyond your job. Are you ready to dive into some deep reflection? Today's episode is all about you, the most important part of your dream job. Before I start the conversation with my guest, Nubia, I want to give a suicide trigger warning. There are a couple of general mentions of suicide since it had a large impact on Nubia's journey. If you are struggling, please reach out to a supportive friend or family member or call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988 in the United States. As Nubia says today, you are deserving of love, and that includes self-love. Nubia Kazada embarked on a deep spiritual awakening that ignited her transformative journey and a profound connection with the spiritual realm. Following the heart-wrenching loss of her brother to the grips of mental illness, her journey led her to the core of her being, revealing the authentic woman that lived within her all along. As she crossed the path of self-discovery, she found an irresistible urge to share her story a tale of resilience and renewal that resonated deeply within many souls. Through this connection, she found her purpose, guiding others to embrace their higher selves through the power of healing and embracing their truth. Nubia is a mother of three remarkable children who are her grounding force. Her journey has taught her the power of unlocking her inner potential and embracing life with abundance, gratitude, and boundless love. She stands as a beacon of hope, a testament to the strength of the human spirit, and a guide for those seeking to illuminate their own paths. With unwavering dedication, Nubia strives to inspire and empower, creating a world where each heart finds its rhythm and each soul finds its truth. Nubia, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. You've got a tremendous story, and I think we're just going to start there just to give a little bit more in depth of your story as it relates to work. Yes. Um, well, so many things I uh, has happened in my life. Fortunately for me, um, ever since I was a child, I've always wanted to do things that brought light to my life. And that could have been even my first job at LCBO to working with children with disabilities and being a CrossFit coach and personal trainer, just things that brought fulfillment to my life. But then something hit me really hard. This was last year, September 11th, when uh, my brother took his life. He suffered with mental illness and it was something that he was suffering for over 15 years of his life. And um, I feel like a lot of people can relate to this because if you, I would say most of us know someone who suffers with mental illness or we have someone in our family who suffers with mental illness, but there tends to be like 
we don't like to almost acknowledge it, especially when we're going into our, our, our day-to-day life mm-hmm. because it is so painful and we try to mask it. And when I was hit hard with that reality that my brother was no longer here, because I also have a very deep um, spiritual sense within me, I still knew that something greater was going to happen, like something had to come out of this. And that's when it all started is is getting to know myself all over again and knowing, well, why do I do the things that I do? Why did I always try to help people growing up? Why did I pursue the things that I wanted to pursue? Why did certain things make me angry? Why did certain things trigger me? Or all those things I just started to like just pile down on me. And I had to go through a really deep healing journey. And I got to know myself all over again. All of the, um, you know, as we grow up, since we're a child till, you know, even into our 30s, when we're constantly being taught from like our parents, from the things that we see on TV and all these things, right, that that are just embedded in our brain from such a young age, you finally realize that, okay, I have a choice to to make. Do I continue um, the paradigm that, that I've lived my entire life or do I switch it? Can I actually be the creator of my life? Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. So I've always known I, I work very well with people. I connect with people in such a deep level. And I feel like that alone has really brought me where I am today. And uh, it's really helping people find that true balance and self-love and worthiness and and purpose, right? And a lot of times it doesn't even mean that you need to change your job, but doing things that are aligned with you will start creating a better relationship with yourself, a better relationship mm-hmm. with your family and friends. Your perspective starts to change. You see things a little bit differently, things that, you know, even if you're in a job that you don't like, perhaps it's like a stepping stone in that realization for for growth where, okay, I, I'm needing to go. I, I have this job right now. It's for a purpose for growth and you start to even see things differently within what you do at the moment and it could be where you decide that you want to improve your presence your attitude where you're at or it's a decision where you know what i i want to fulfill a fill fulfill something that truly is calling me and i'm i'm done just kind of hiding and avoiding what really brings me happiness yeah you said that early on, even from being a child, you wanted to bring light to life. Mm-hmm. How has that changed now that you've realized, oh, hey, I want to be a little bit more in control and actually lean into this? So ever since I was a as a, as a kid, right, there's, and even now, if you see children, you can always tell, you know, when a child is either, you know, needy or angry or, you know, it just, it, it does involve their upbringing, their environment. But I've always had this, this feeling and this knowing, and even as a child, a spiritual connection of some sort that I didn't even understand at the time, mm-hmm. but I knew that it was there. And I even remember having conversations with my parents and they would try to actually avoid it and just, um, 
either they didn't know the answer to it or they didn't want to get too deep into it. And they were just, you know, like, just say a prayer. You'll be fine. <laughs> right. And uh, so that kind of like just stuck with me. But I still had this feeling within me, right, to to help and kind of almost be the protector. Or if I saw someone being bullied, I'd be the one to try to, you know, save them. And But I've done that my entire life. And it really, again, boiled down to the last year of my life and last 15 years of my life in, in trying to help, you know, my brother, for instance, doing everything I could. It's like, oh my gosh, like I can help everybody else, but I can't help you. <laughs> right. And that um, also came to a really deep understanding that there really isn't or wasn't, I should say, anything that I could have done really to to change the result because even at that time it was my own level of awareness my own level of understanding and is what I knew at the time and it's painful it is painful to go through that and watch someone you know dwindle mm -hmm. and hurt themselves and just be in a place of such darkness that you just can't help them so mm -hmm. It's just that part was, was hard, but at the same time, I'm so very connected to him even now that it's just so beautiful. And there's just, there's more to life than what we, we think and the, the, um, the struggles that we go through, they're really like lessons for us to really mm -hmm. be more attuned with ourselves and to finally take a stance in the things that we want to pursue the things that align with us, the things that make us happy, you know, whether it's our hobbies, our adventure, again, our work, whatever the case may be, is we need to go back to a place where we actually remember being happy and what that was, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of people and your story mirrors that of some major event causing mm -hmm. this shift, forcing you almost to mm -hmm. reevaluate and look at your life. Mm -hmm. And and I know this is this is the difficult reality of it, but do you think you would have gotten where you are now without having something like this? Obviously we never mm -hmm. wish this to happen, but something major that wakes you up, was that needed? For me, I now see my brother's death as a as a gift because I am so connected to him even in the spiritual realm mm -hmm. but I don't if I honestly I don't know if if I didn't connect with him the way I did I don't know how things really would have panned out for me and when people talk about like that drastic kind of like 360 change whether it's death you know that devastating loss or an illness, a near-death experience, all those things can be really trife, uh, sorry, life transforming, like almost instantly, because it puts you in a position where you actually see life completely different. Now, for those who are, you know, haven't experienced that to that extreme, but if you're in a place of constant pain and struggle and just, you know, negative thoughts of unworthiness even if you have that dream job or that dream car or all those things like at the end of the day when you go to bed 
How do you feel? And now that's that's the true question, really, when you're trying to reevaluate and 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 decide things for yourself of how you actually feel and be aware of it because we mask it a lot. And I've seen that even before my brother's death, like I've seen it constantly. I've even seen it within my husband, you know, people he works with. And it's, it's, it's been like almost like this trend that I'm constantly seeing. And a lot of it is, it really does come down to things that we have not healed from. Right. And we just were constantly living our life with, with masking, with, pleasure versus growth. Mm-hmm. What's what's that different? What's that point that it takes to to lean into that? I'm thinking of maybe even people that COVID was enough of a shakeup mm-hmm. or going permanent work from home or now having to go back into the office. Like some of those things may be traumatic enough to put that thought in your mind of Hey, this isn't quite right. I don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Something's off. How do you keep that spark going into something more into that transport transformation you were able mm-hmm. to go through? Yeah. So it really boils down to awareness. You can't change what you're not aware of, right? And like you said, uh, with COVID, I feel like that alone has been a huge eye opener for a lot of people. There was a lot of things that just really didn't like add up or line up and it just made you question things, you know, even people around us, right? Um, I think a lot of people showed uh, true colors during that time and there was this a big awakening of, you know, people that you thought were maybe your friend or your those who were close to you all of a sudden are not, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that was a huge one. We start to really question and we get upset and we're just like not understanding like what is happening what's happened to so and so and all these things right and that point is when we start to ask those those questions right like the alignment of of what is bringing that deep pain right so if something doesn't sit well with you if you're having these feelings of of uncertainty and what you're doing. Because I I know a lot of people during COVID who all of a sudden just switched also their career just like that yep. because so many opportunities started to arise. And um, in fact, my husband's business alone during the time, like it boomed during COVID, right? And everybody was in that spending, right? You didn't know the unknown. <laughs> and, and it was like a temporary, like people went just, did things that they would not wouldn't normally do and some people went through that growth and some some people after that whole two years sunk themselves in a deeper hole and i think with that being what even just answering your question again it it's it all comes down to that awareness and once you start to question things once you start to actually question things it doesn't even have to be going down so deep into questioning your even own existence, right? Because we're all here, <laughs> uh, you that's, know. That's really deep stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But sometimes people get that deep, right? And and we we forget that in the simple act of even if you don't have the things that you're wanting at the moment, it's 
gratitude, which is, I know it's really hard, but that's where it really starts, is being a place of gratitude, even when things are tough, even when you are questioning mm-hmm. things. And that is something also that has helped me because even in the midst of chaos, there are still things that you can be grateful for. And, you know, if you you have a home or if you have food to eat or, you know, you have a bed to sleep mm-hmm. in, you have your, your, if you have kids, your, your children are still there with you. Like there's still something that's keeping you, you there. And it's, it's just acknowledging that you have a choice. The choice will always remain and we can decide to grow or we can decide to mask and you can't grow without that awareness. Yeah. So what what kind of questions if we're not questioning our existence? Because <laughs> that's a that's a big deal that's way deeper than you need <laughs> yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're starting out. Let's not go there. No, what no, no. Are some things that you can start asking yourself to say, hey, I, I mean, I feel uncomfortable. I know this is weird. I'm recognizing it. Where do I go from there? Yeah, so even like I guess even just when you ask me that and how I even work with my clients, it's it's really just asking when an emotion, for example, comes up or when we're triggered or something bothers us, or I think that's where it really starts is asking like, well, why do I feel like that? Why did that get me upset? Why am I sad all of a sudden? Why is this making me happy? Like it I feel like that alone can start to shift things dramatically and really start the path of change and transformation because those are the things that only you can answer, right? Nobody can answer Mm -hmm. those questions for you, right? So that is a a start. And even with those, uh, even asking yourself those questions, that's a start and that's a huge start because it's going to really put you down in a position where you have to be honest with yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you're not used to taking that time to sit mm-hmm. and even acknowledge what you're feeling, mm-hmm. that can be uncomfortable to go there. Absolutely. It, and it is, it's, and I think that's another Another key point here is going through the these changes and going through a path where you are ready to create the life that you you truly want and the life that you truly deserve is is knowing that we're going to be in a place of being uncomfortable. And change is let alone even changing a habit, right? Something we do on a daily basis, whether you get up, you know, splash some water in your face, brush your teeth, go get your coffee, you know, have your breakfast, you know, scroll on social media, whatever it is that you do, you know, if that's a habit that you've formed over however many decades uh, that you've been doing that, to all of a sudden decide that I'm going to change that entire routine, right? It's it's uncomfortable. You, Your body, your mind, everything already does it automatically. Mm-hmm. So to switch that, it's really a shift in in training our mind and creating and building new habits, right? So yeah. that uh, there's just you have to just decide, 
what it is that you want. And then if the things that you're doing do not align with the intention that you're wanting to create, then you have to make decisions because, again, you're going to start to realize those things yourself. Like how often has someone perhaps has said something to you, even for me, where someone says something, give you the greatest advice and you won't do it. Yep. (laughs) Right? So when you answer your own questions and your own realizations, then you have to kind of put that ego aside and be like, okay, I need to be real with myself, you know? And even if my advice bothered you, why did it bother you? Right. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So it's, it really comes down to all of that. (laughs) And, and I think that's, that's a great point to, to hit on is shifting, changing, realigning, focusing on yourself. This is not easy. Um, It's going to be habit and it's not comfortable either. It's, gonna take time and I I mean I think of this like working out you know Mm -hmm. if you're trying to get stronger and you have some goal for yourself physically um I ran a half marathon at one point and it was the journey to get there was not always pleasant and I had to push myself and it was painful at times and accepting that pain knowing you said it earlier that whatever that bigger goal or purpose or that direction is, that's what you keep your focus on, knowing that that uncomfortableness in the meantime is going to be all all worth it if you're going in that right direction. Absolutely. Like, how did you feel after that? It it was an amazing experience. I'd ran a Disney half marathon. And so I got to run through the parks. It was the Star Wars one. Um, so I got to take pictures with Darth Maul and the Ewoks. And like the experience itself was incredible. And it was something that had been on my bucket list. And so that was the motivation entirely. And to say, hey, I completed this. It was fun. It was great. And I I don't even necessarily remember the pain as much. I just mm-hmm. remember the experience of that actual race. That's amazing. I think that alone is like a true testament, right? Because if we can do that for a goal that you wanted, you don't necessarily know the feeling that you're going to experience when you set yourself for a goal that you really have no idea what the outcome is unless you try yes right oh that's a that's a great point that it's it's hard to imagine what it'll it'll even feel like to find that motivation to keep pressing on oh yeah i I know i i love that you 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 stated that and i i have many experiences myself that can relate to that again i've been in health and fitness almost my entire life. And Mm -hmm. after my first pregnancy, like it was like, I was like, you know, six weeks, let's go. Like I have the go ahead to start working out. And I was like back in shape pretty fast with my firstborn. The second time after the twins, like I didn't even start working out until almost a year postpartum. (laughs) 
And yeah. I remember walking into the gym and we actually at that time, because, you know, with COVID and everything, we weren't even allowed to work out at the gym. Um, I literally walked downstairs to my home gym. I walked in and I'm not lying. I just started to cry. I'm like, oh my God. I just started to cry. And like, I remember just because, you know, but you know why I cried? Because I knew what it was going to take. And I was at the bottom. Mm. I, it took me, I think I didn't start even seeing results until like, honestly, eight, nine months mm. of working out, but I kept going and I kept going. It's like, I, I preach this. I, 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 I've seen it. I've done it. I have to keep going and you keep going. It doesn't matter if it takes, you know, six weeks, which is very little because some people can attain it. My husband will work out for like three weeks in a row. And all of a sudden he starts like change his entire body i'm like don't Lucky. even start with that <laughs> right men and women are totally different but once you start to see the changes you start to feel it and that's the thing is you start to feel the difference before you can actually see it physically because once you start to feel it and i'm not even talking about even fitness anymore i'm even talking about once you decide to take a step towards something that's actually going to make you uncomfortable for you are hoping you are wanting to manifest that something right. great is going to happen. And once you decide before you actually in see the changes, before you actually uh, reach that dream, you start to feel things happen within your body and you'll randomly find this little glimpse of something's just different. And then that alone can be another little push. Just just keep going. Just keep going. And during that time, we are going to get hit by something else. But how, how much do you really want it that you're going to keep going? Are you just going to give up? Or are you going to take the hit and keep going? Yeah. And that's something you can choose to be grateful for is the, mm -hmm. the little bits of progress that you can see along the way. Absolutely. It's that's the thing. It's little things that slowly build. It's like a snowfall, right? It starts with one snowflake and you all of a sudden you got a whole winter storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking a lot about transformation and being this this process. The idea of dream jobs tends to be a, a singular focus, one dream job. What are your thoughts on what a dream job is? With even our entire conversation, I believe that it really boils down to that true alignment with what fulfills you within, that being able to be in a place where you can express yourself in a place where you where you're working or what you're doing is fulfilling and honoring your own values that there's growth in what you're doing that you're constantly learning and you're evolving because no one wants to stay stagnant right and I feel like that alone is like uh, something that kind of pushes people when people are just kind of coasting right? Mm. When things are no longer challenging them or allowing to be in a place of creativity. 
and just being and feeling that energy, right? Like we're all these things are attainable. So if none of these things are are within you or you're not feeling any of these things or I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish, you know, I wish I had all that, right? You can. Right. It's just that what you're doing right now is not allowing you to, to feel that way. So that's where in getting to know yourself, that's where it starts because you can't connect, you can't align, you can't do any of that if you don't know yourself, right? Yep. So that's where when it comes to the, the dream job and for me, even what I'm doing now, it's it really is purposeful. It's fulfilling. I I love what I do. It's in that connection with people. And I truly believe that in our life, we are meant to learn, grow, and ultimately give. So we're in a place of giving in any position, job, whatever it is that you do. If you can provide value to others, that Mm -hmm. alone is just amazing. What that immediately makes me think of is if you're providing value, it's got to be something value that you have and who you are. And that has to flow out of that. And to your point of knowing yourself, that Absolutely. It, it all starts with that piece because you can't, you can't try or you can try to bring value that is not innate to who you are, but that's going to make it way more difficult for you to try to bring something that you don't have. Um, and it's getting, like you said, that aligned with, okay, this is who I am. This is the value that I bring. And I am choosing to bring it into my work. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Well, Nubia, you do have a challenge you do want to leave with our listeners. We've already given some things that may be <laughs> actionable. <laughs> but what is the specific challenge that you want to leave with people? Yeah. and it's. It's a simple one and a very authentic one and a very uh, pure one. And it's the simple act of asking yourself the big L question. Do I love myself? And to look at yourself, even in the mirror, it doesn't have to be around people. If, you know, everybody wakes up in the morning, they have a mirror in front of them. And ask yourself that question, you know. Do I love myself? And it's a hard one for most of us because it's an answer that we can't really truly answer right away. And it brings out all of the things that we're hiding, all the things that we've stored, all the things that we don't want to bring up. But that question if you can't love yourself how can you love anything else right because you're you're telling yourself that there's a limit so how can you Mm. fulfill like how can you truly embrace something fully when there is a huge gap so in asking yourself that question and if there is 
not fully or a no. It's it's bringing you to a place where your soul now is asking you to dig deeper. And because we all are deserving of love, no matter what we've gone through in our past or the things that now that we're trying to fill. So once we get into that place and now we're trying to take action, I really like to encourage journaling as well in in that process of finding that you know self-love again and and asking yourselves the the question do i like what i'm doing do i find fulfillment with the job that i'm doing am i happy with my family am am i doing the hobby that I've always loved doing. And then you start to ask yourself all these different questions. And if if the answer is not what you expected, or maybe you knew it all along, but you finally actually wrote it down and you're reading it yourself, you're like, wow, like, what am I doing? Right? It's just, again, comes down to that awareness. And when you can find that true love for yourself, your life will change. Your life will change and you will start manifesting so much greatness in your life because you become this new energy, this new energetic vibe and you start attracting greatness in your life. And that's where it starts. So I really challenge people to do that and ask themselves that question. And you're going to find out a lot of things about yourself and things will come up that you didn't even expect. And I think that's, I think the beauty in it as well. I, I love how you put that, that the, the end of the conversation is not the question. Do I love myself? That's the beginning. And that Uh your answer to that question is not the final word, that that's a starting place that this transformation that we've talked about can happen. And that's, I mean, that's a huge way to to shift the mindset if you're in this place and go, I don't want to ask myself that question because I know the answer and I don't like the answer. And it's like, that's okay. That tells uh-huh. you where you're starting from. That is not the final word. And exactly. that brings hope and, and it's it moves you forward there. I do want to make sure and call out at this point that if you ask yourself that question and it sends you down in a spiral instead of moving forward, anyone in the U.S., please remember the Suicide suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988 is available. Someone can talk to you. Reach out for help if you are in that place where you're like, nope, I can't even ask myself that question. This mm-hmm. is going to turn badly. There is help available for you. Absolutely. I think that's just as important is is knowing that that question alone will bring up feelings of of uncomfortableness mm. and unworthiness mm. at times and that's a a step to really digging deeper and again we are all deserving of love all of us and there's that place 
within us that we feel that that may not be the case, but there's just that that soulfulness within me is that when you decide to take that step, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be uncomfortable. But that growth and step to finding out who you really are and embracing the person you're meant to be is is something worth fighting for. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Nubia, where can people find you? What are you doing? How can people yeah. get connected? Yeah, well, um, I'll have my uh, website up and running. It's Nubia, uh, www.nubiacazada.com, and it's with a Z, because <laughs> I know a lot of people spell it with an S. And uh, and we'll have media. that in the, the podcast yeah. notes as well. Yeah, and then uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram. I think I'm on threads. I think that's what it's called. I was calling it trend. Is it trends? No, threads. <laughs> I think it's threads. Um, I'm still trying to like get into all of it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at. But I'm right now. I'm actually most. Um, I'm on like uh, uh, Instagram, posting you know videos and sharing just so much you know content and. It really, I'm just in a place of just sharing a lot of love because I, I know what it's like and I know that people are in need of it and we're all here together. We're in this together and as when we see that and we feel it, we we start to, you know, find our tribe as like as people start mm-hmm. to, you know, you've heard that that term before yeah. and it's, it's being in, in a community where you feel safe heard understood but also in a place where your your growth is also being challenged because you deserve to be the best you can be right so yep. that's where yep. you'll that's where you'll find me <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much i greatly appreciate it thank you so much for being that light to people thank you thank you i i love it i truly enjoy it and Please feel free to to connect with me definitely in a safe space and I will hold space for anyone that wishes to connect. Are you ready to be uncomfortable so you can align with your bigger goals? What I love most about my conversation with Nubia was the awareness of the difficulties that happen as you're going through transformation. And the need to be grounded in self-love to go through those difficulties towards growth and your dreams. Your impact will flow out of knowing and living your value. Nubia's challenge was simple, but not easy. Do you love yourself? Now, the answer to that question is not nearly as important as what you do next. Your answer is that starting place in your journey. If you're not at the point of loving yourself or loving yourself fully, you can journal, practice gratitude to find that good and develop that love. It's that self-love that will inspire you forward to make an impact on others. For the latest info about this podcast, Challenge Accountability and more, Don't forget to sign up for the podcast newsletter at wakeupfromyourdreamjob.com. I would love to hear from you with your thoughts, questions, and how the challenge is going for you this week. 
You can email me at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenMcDonald.com. And of course, subscribe to this podcast. Wake up and dream.